are listening to The Reckless Entrepreneur. My name is Francesca Mamlin, but you can call me Fran. I'm a girl with a mission to inspire a generation of bold, courageous, daring, and passionate entrepreneurs. And I want to inspire you to chase your passion and persist past the point where most people would quit. Because on the other side of that lies your true purpose. I'm so glad you tuned in and I can't wait to see what you have to share with the world. Welcome to The Reckless Entrepreneur. This is your host, Francesca Mamlin, and it is just me this week, so I'm excited to be talking to you, solo cast. And yeah, before we get into the episode, I have a few announcements for you, actually. I'd like to shamelessly plug a few things that I've been working on. So first, I want to let you all know, in case you're not aware, I'm a business coach. Um, I have a six-week program that I offer people who are really serious about getting a business off the ground. So you could have a business idea that you really just need guidance, taking action on, or maybe you don't even have an idea yet. Maybe you really want to be an entrepreneur, but you're not even sure what that might look like. That's exactly where I was when I started out. So like, you know you have a lot to offer, but you're not sure what you could actually sell or how to package it or whatever. I can help you with that. So when I start a new coaching client, the first thing I do is I help them get really clear on what they do and who they're serving and the impact that they're looking to make. And I wanna get you connected with your heart and doing work that you're really passionate about because if you don't enjoy what you're doing, it's going to be really tough building a business. Entrepreneurship requires a drive that few people have and you need to like your business enough to get up every morning and keep going even when it gets hard. We all have something like that that drives us like that, and I can help you find your thing. And from there, I'm basically just your ally in getting it off the ground. I built a profitable service-based digital marketing business when I was 22, and I'll be by your side to build your business, provide insight and guidance, and talk you through the challenges, and we will get you where you want to go. So I have a loose six-week curriculum that is flexible enough for me to apply to a diverse group of people who use my service, and I teach basic marketing strategy, time and energy management, mindset, networking, content creation, so many other cool things. I give you the tools you need to be a really successful business owner, and I do it in just six weeks. Imagine If your life could be totally different six weeks from now, that is what I am offering. So yeah, if this sounds like something you might want to do, you can go to my website, francescamamlin.com, and you can fill out an application for my program. It's on, so yeah, it's on my website. And then um, you will get a free discovery call with me. And we'll see if the program is the right fit for you, if the two of us are a good fit to work together. So yeah, if you don't want to do my coaching program, but you like what I'm doing here, You can always support this podcast on Patreon. Um, I'm just now getting my Patreon page off the ground. It is patreon.com slash empowered entrepreneurs. Again, it is linked in the show notes. And I'm going to start posting on this Patreon page like three times a week. 
So you can join for as little as $10 per month and I will be offering additional content on journaling, tips for getting your business started, and then stuff about forming positive habits that will make your business and personal life the best it can be. So I'm excited to see you in there. And last announcement, I, I have this, I saved the free offer for last. I'm collaborating with Julie Martin. She's a life coach and she was last week's podcast guest. Julie is offering a free online yoga nidra session for reckless entrepreneur listeners. Yoga nidra means dream yoga. So it's a tool that you can use to dive into your subconscious. It is a powerful, powerful manifesting tool. And we're going to be doing it in a Facebook group. So you'll join us live in that Facebook group on May 8th and you will be guided through a yoga nidra exercise and you'll get some journaling prompts to help you through the process um, and it's amazing. Um, so the landing pages to the event is linked in the show notes. You can also find it on my website. So those are my announcements for this week. Thank you for listening to those and now let's get into the episode. So one of the reasons I started this podcast is because I have always been someone who struggled to control their impulses. Um, So starting a business was to some extent an impulsive decision on my part. I mean, I was 22, so come on. Um, My impulsiveness comes from a desire to be constantly moving forward. It also comes from the desire to carve out my own path in life. I am not afraid to be the first person to do something. I'm not afraid to do something alone. So taking action has always come very naturally to me, almost to a fault. And at at the same time, my impulsiveness, my recklessness can be one of my vices. It gets me into trouble. I used to get into trouble a lot as a kid and still sometimes as an adult. I get myself into trouble, I trigger people, I say stupid things, I fail. It happens a lot. Most people coming from a place of wanting to help me, they try to change me. They try to suppress my impulsive and my reckless side and that has always really pissed me off. And now as I am maturing into a grown woman, I realize that it's not about suppressing this. It's not about suppressing my recklessness. It's about channeling it towards something that is productive. So hence the title of this episode, Um, because time is truly the only resource that we have that is not renewable. That's literally the only thing that we can waste a bunch of it and never get it back. So when I think about channeling my recklessness, my rebellious side, my ability to take massive scrappy action, the real concern is always whether or not I'm going to waste a bunch of time on something and not feel good about where it gets me. That's the only, in my book, that is the only real risk that I am taking in life. So reckless entrepreneurship to me has a lot to do with prioritizing, managing, and protecting my time and my energy. And I have a podcast episode coming up in the future about time management and energy management, the difference between those two and like how you can approach it. For now, um, here are some time management tips that I have written down for channeling your recklessness. So the first one I have is take massive 
inspired action, okay? So there is a difference between impulsive action and inspired action. So impulsive action is reactive. A lot of times it could come from fear. And inspired action is proactive. So an impulsive action comes from a place of trying to get away from something that you're afraid of. And that's not really how we want to be operating. That's not how we want to be building a business. You never want to build from a place of fear or desperation, which it can be really hard because a lot of times you have to ignore the circumstances that you're in, recognize that they're only temporary and think long term and not succumbing to impulsive action, not succumbing to reacting to your fears or your desperations. So this looks like... um, you know, pursuing the business idea that you really want to pursue, even though you feel like you'll get more or more immediate financial relief if you pursue something a little bit more practical. But in the long term, it's better to pursue the other thing, you know? Um, That's where we get into inspired action. Inspired action is proactive. It's about looking down the path that you want to take in your life. It's about looking where you want to be and doing the things that are moving towards your desires, okay? So, like, this is a good way to understand it. Impulsive action is kind of like moving away from your fears. Inspired action is moving towards your desires. And in the long run, when you look back on the, ne- you know, the, the, the next 10 years, you're, you're going to be happy that you spent more time chasing your desires than you did running away from your fears. The vast majority of people are running away from things that they're afraid of. And that's how people get to the end of their life and think like, wow, like, why did I spend all of my time doing this? Why did I stay in this one job? Why did I stay in this one marriage when I should have been over here doing this? Okay. Like in the end, fear isn't going to matter anymore. So take massive inspired action. Okay. The point of massive action is to not delay doing the things that you really want to do. So if you have something on your heart, take action on it. It may not even be massive action. My rule for age 20 to 30 is that I'm going to pursue every single thing that interests me. And that might be mean something as simple as like signing up for a class, or it might mean something much bigger than that. Because again, time is a limited resource. And my 20s are a time that I mold myself into who I want to become. So that means chasing all of the things that interest me. And then also, really, really chasing the things that I determine are significant or important to me in the long term. And yeah, I want to get shit done in my lifetime. So I need a lot of knowledge. So yeah, pursue everything that interests you. Okay. Second, second time management tip I have is remember that life is more, is it, remember that life is about more than just your work. Okay, so make sure you set up your day so that you have time outside of work. Also make sure that you're spending your day in a way that you would actually like have energy to do things outside of work. So if you're doing a job that really drains you, like what can you do so that you have the energy to like give time to your personal life? Because you might have time outside of work, but you might not have energy. Yeah. Uh, I want you all to have rich and joyful lives outside of your business. So yeah, my listeners are not martyrs to their businesses. We're here to serve, not to be sacrificed. So make sure that you are organizing your business in a way that you have energy at the end of the day. And I'll probably get into that more in 
a different podcast episode, but I just wanted to throw those two tips out there real quick. Um, Outside of time management, a big part of being a reckless entrepreneur is being laser focused on your purpose. So not what other people expect of you, not what your conditioned, domesticated self believes you should be doing. No, your actual purpose. Why are you going against the grain? Why are, you, why are you an entrepreneur? Why are you taking these massive risks? You don't have to have this clear defined purpose yet. My purpose became clear to me probably two years after starting my first business and I'm always refining it. So in the beginning, your purpose could be something related to like just not falling in line with the rest of society. Maybe you start your first business just because you need to start walking your own path, making your own decisions. And you may not know what your dreams are yet, but you don't really want to build someone else's dreams. That's totally valid. That's a perfectly acceptable reason to become self-employed. That's why I became self-employed. And after a year or so of running your own business and being out in the world, you will, your purpose will deepen. Your understanding of your purpose will deepen. And purpose, some kind of purpose, is a big part of being a reckless entrepreneur. We're not just being reckless for the hell of it. We're not rebels without causes, right? I don't even know that movie, so I don't know why I made a reference to it. But we, the reckless entrepreneurs, are rebels with causes, okay? That's very important to me. (laughs) So the next part of reckless entrepreneurship is probably the hardest thing for me, actually. Time management, massive action, purpose, that stuff is natural to me now it was like the massive action part has always been natural to me time management i've i've learned um i'm lucky i was somehow born wired for radical individualism which like i said many times comes with huge flaws i was not the easiest kid to raise or teach or anything but also it's gotten me pretty far in life by age 24. anyway The hardest part of reckless entrepreneurship is that reckless entrepreneurs do not worry about what other people think, okay? So, you know, at the end of your life, you're going to die. And (laughs) here's something that might depress you. Are you ready to get really, really depressed? You're going to be alone when you die. And I don't mean that, like, you won't be loved or that you won't have people, like, around you when you die. You're, you're not going to, what I mean is that you're not going to die with your partner. You're not going to die with your best friend. You're not going to die with your parents or your siblings or anyone. When you die, like when you go through the process of dying, that is something that you are going to face alone. You're born alone and you die alone. This is getting really weird, but I have a point. At the end of your life, the only person that you are going to be answering to is yourself. And you're going to be asking yourself, I assume, like, <laughs> you're going to be asking yourself, was my life well spent? Did I love? Did I go after my dreams? Did I make a difference? You're going to ask yourself questions like that, and you are the one that is going to have to answer for yourself. And if this is upsetting for you, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not something that depresses me. I'm really not worried about this. I find it actually quite liberating because it reminds me that my job in this life is to do things that feel right in my own heart. And other people are not going to always understand me. And they may not even always accept it, accept me or accept my decisions. And that's okay. I have been called irresponsible, selfish, reckless, airheaded, all kinds of things. And that's just other people 
projecting their fears, projecting their ideas of who I am onto me. And you know what? I don't have to answer to any of that. I answer to me. I answer to my intentions. I answer to my heart in my soul. And anyone who wants to be in my life, the only thing that I expect of them is that they are able to accept that about me, that they're able to accept that they may not always understand the choices I make, but I always have the best intentions and I'm determined to live my best life. And I have the same thing to offer in return for anyone who wants to walk beside me in my lifetime. Wow, I'm getting really deep, but <laughs> this, this is leading me to what I actually wanted to talk about, um, which is responsibility. Because responsibility is a really hard thing for me because as a kid, I was always told that I was irresponsible. And that word, like the word responsibility stings a little for me, even to say it, because it was sort of the root with a lot of the self-worth issues that I struggled with as a teenager. I probably have said this before on the podcast, but I had very, very low self-worth up until about like age 20, 21. And a lot of it came from this being called irresponsible. But I've been reflecting a lot on it recently and what it really means to be responsible and what it really means to be irresponsible because society sees responsibility as an external thing. And yeah, we all have things we need to do. I can I can roll with that most of the time. Like we have our obligations, but responsibility to me is not just about external obligations. External obligations need to be filled so we can be productive citizens of the world. I'm not denying that, but that's not the whole picture, okay? Responsibility is about being in integrity. It's about being in integrity with yourself. It's about being clear on your values and what kinds of things are important to you and staying consistent with that. It's not about showing up on time to work, doing your homework, paying your bills. Yes, you have to do those things, but you have to be in integrity with yourself. If you cannot keep yourself accountable to things that you promise yourself that you're gonna do, then I'm sorry, you're not responsible. If you cannot be accountable to yourself, neglecting yourself for the sake of those external expectations, that's not responsible. Even though society accepts it as the narrative of responsible, if you are not in alignment with your values, that is not responsibility. If you tell yourself that you're gonna get up at 6 a.m. and go for a run, you better be keeping that appointment with yourself and the appointment that you've made with your health. And you better be getting yourself to bed at 10 p.m. so you don't lose your sleep. And if you tell yourself that you're going to launch that podcast by next month, stick to that. That's being responsible. And if you're someone who values freedom, sustainability, abundance, longevity, love, your actions better reflect that. Whatever it is that you say that you value, your actions better be in alignment with that. Not to appear a certain way. We're not we're not trying to project a certain image out there. It's so you can look yourself in the mirror and feel good about who you are from the inside out. That is responsibility, okay? And here's the really important part. If you mess up, don't judge yourself. Just fix it. I hate how much judgment is tied to the idea of responsibility. If you have a day where you don't act responsibly, if you have a day where you're not in integrity with yourself, okay, um, that's good. 
you can recognize that about yourself, you can fix it, and you can move on without beating yourself up. Let me tell you something. Reckless entrepreneurs do not beat themselves up for their mistakes. It doesn't happen. We don't do that. (laughs) And that brings me to the topic of failure because I have come to love failure. Reckless entrepreneurs love failure. (laughs) Failure is an opportunity to learn. So leave the judgment out of it. Leave the despair out of it. If you have a particularly low, intense, spectacular failure, I'm not saying you can't take a day to cry it out, because you should, but then you pick yourself up, you wipe your damn nose, (laughs) and you figure out what went wrong, okay? Figure out what you can do to fix it and do better next time. Failure is such a beautiful opportunity for growth, and I hate how negatively our society portrays it. I hate how much people fear it. Don't fear it. Leave the judgment out of it when you encounter it. You're an entrepreneur. You're walking through uncharted territory. You're paving a new path for yourself and for others. So cut yourself some damn slack. Like, you're going to mess up. Sometimes the failures become a tool with which you can help people walk the same path more smoothly. I'm learning that as a business coach. The the times that I failed in my early business years, those are some of the best lessons that I can bring to my coaching clients. And you know what? Reckless entrepreneurs are not perfect. No one's perfect. We don't care about being perfect. We own our experience completely. We hold ourselves accountable for everything that happens to us, but we don't judge it. Okay? Sound good? So let's recap here because I threw a lot at you. So channel your recklessness through time management, laser focus on your purpose or the purpose you have at the moment. Don't fall in line with society. Don't worry about what other people are thinking. Be responsible to internal and external obligations and learn from your failures. Do these five things and you are officially a reckless entrepreneur. Come to Thailand and find me and I will give you a sticker because you're awesome. And if you want more Reckless Entrepreneur Traits, check out episode 10. I did an episode titled Three Essential Traits of a Reckless Entrepreneur. I geeked out about Stoic philosophy on that episode. So if you get excited about a 2,000-year-old philosophical practice and how I somehow connected it to entrepreneurship, episode 10 just may be your next destination. (laughs) So yeah, wherever you're going after this episode, whatever you're going to do, I hope you do it with recklessness, passion, and no fucks given. And now it is time for you to go forth and be the bold, daring, courageous, reckless entrepreneur that you were meant to be. I will see you next week.